This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Yes, indeed you do. Glad to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. Great radio stations all over the place. We love that. We love each... Love, girl, love. All the radio stations that bring us. Chocolate voice along for the... How you doing, Carrie? I'm doing all right. Monica's in for Sam. We've got Kurt, who's in for Polo. And I'm your talk monkey on the radio, Joe Pags. We've got a lot going on this hour. We're going to bring you Harmeet Dillon. Harmeet is a great lawyer. She's a Republican lawyer. Um, she's a Republican for a long, long time. And she, like I, like many of you are sick of seeing what the right is doing. They always kowtow. They always give in. They always, always mealy mouth like Mitch the turtle. And, um, she says enough is enough. She also squarely blames a lot of what happened in November on the Republican national committee, which she would now like to be the chair of. She's been working with Carrie Lake and on also on other campaigns and other challenges to election results, specifically in, in Arizona. And to get into all that and then some, I know that the trial with Kerry Lake, the hearing or whatever it is, where they're trying to make sure that that everybody was enfranchised. We always hear about how people are going to be disenfranchised. How people are, are now, uh, the vote is being suppressed. Well, there's real evidence that there could be some voter suppression that happened out in Arizona. And uh, Harmeet Dillon is right on top of all of that. So we're going to bring you uh, her at the bottom of the hour. Meantime, we now have from the Vice President of the United States, the Border Czar. She is the Border Czar, right? Yes. I probably could do, uh, what is that song, My Commissar? Was that from the 80s or 90s? Oh, the 80s, I think. Yeah. I'd be able to do something with that uh, for a parody. Yeah, no, Carrie, i got to say this. I'm not doing a parody show this year, so I didn't do enough. Oh, no. Well, Really? Wow. People love having the parodies, but no, I just, I haven't done enough. Hmm. I think that I got tired of doing the Biden parodies all the time and I've got to branch out a little bit and do yeah. some other stuff. So there won't be a specific parody show this year. I just don't have enough parodies to put in there. Um, but uh, I'm got, here's a, here's my, my promise to the listeners and the viewers. I will raise my game next year. Oh, great. What? I couldn't hear you. Sound like you supported it. Sounds great. Huh, I wonder what song I'll play hour three. On a you Wednesday. better. Not so sure. You know I said why? great. Attitude. I said great. That's why. I said it. And you claim the guy's name was Pavlov. Give me a break. <laughs> it was. If you missed hour one, you've got to go back. It is not even intentionally. I didn't do it. Zelensky did it. It's hilarious. Come on now. Everybody getting down? little chair dance make it happen throw a hand in the air no do your shoulders clap your left arm these dances are come on i've got rhythm what's the matter with you mm-hmm. you never see me dance don't start i you haven't i haven't but i, can I only might be imagine. really spectacular you have no clue really are you making a bad assumption about me <laughs> oh dare you. I'm sure it's fabulous. 
Pag Show dance party on a Wednesday. Kamala Harris was a horrible, a horrible candidate for president. Let's just put it out there. She had no business running. She got 3% of her own party's support in the primaries. She failed miserably. So why not make her the vice president? What the hell? Um, she also, you know what I mean? She also <laughs> made her way up the political ranks in California, according to Willie Brown, by sleeping her way up. And because he should know, he says that he was sleeping with her. So that's how Kamala Harris became prominent in California politics. And again, became a senator. She was ruled the most liberal senator in the United States Senate in her tenure there. And then somehow, because she really, really was horrible on the campaign trail and called Joe Biden a racist to his face. He decided that she was the right one. That told me, and and I know this is going to be really far-fetched, but that told me that he wasn't the one selecting the vice presidential pick. That was somebody else, probably Obama. So, having said all of that, once they're in office, allegedly, Joe Biden, seeing the border crisis, says, Kamala Harris is my border czar. Now, let me say this, and those of you on the left can call me a liar until the cows come home. Carrie, when exactly do the cows come home? Uh, not really sure. Do they How long ever? Until, until sta- do they until ever? Sta- Stanford says you can't say cows come home anymore. Oh, probably next week. Yeah. You know, if you say I the cows should come home, you probably eat meat and you probably like bovine farts. Therefore, you're for climate change. You can't say cows come home anymore. <laughs> I mean, it's not a reach, Don't right? put That's that out there. I know because they're going to take and go, yeah, you know what? That guy's right. We shouldn't be saying that anymore. It's in the ether. You can't say cows come home. By the way, I'm going to have some yummy beef tonight when I get off the, mm, uh, off the air. I'm just going to eat some beef, like a pound of beef. Oh, just going to yeah. shove it in. I had some beef fajitas for lunch today. Bam. They were delicious. Bam. You know why? Racist. Why? That's why. <laughs> I'm not you a racist. You don't care about the climate. All right. So Kamala Harris never went to the border. Yes, went to El Paso. According to John Cornyn, U.S. Senator, great state of Texas, she was nine miles from the border. So just being in El Paso proper doesn't mean that you're at the border. So she never went to the border, never talked to the Border Patrol there, never did sort of a speech there and a show of support there. She never went to the border. And then she got on Air Force Two and flew her ass to Los Angeles where she hung out for a while. She has gone, I believe, to Guatemala or El Salvador, probably Guatemala, and allegedly was trying to find the root of why the, quote, migration is happening. Of course, if she found out why it's happening, she didn't do anything to stop it. In fact, it's gotten much, much worse since that visit happened. Again, never been to the border. Joe Biden, in his 50 years in elected office, has never been to the border either. Drove past it once, waved, maybe, but never, ever went to the border. So these people... They're doing this because they want plausible deniability. If I never saw it, and if, I not, if I'm not listening to the news reports or watching the video that's all over the place, I can pretend it's not happening. She has been a stark raving failure as vice president. I don't know what she's done other than give us word salads and pretend that everything's funny. Everything's a cackle. Everything's funny to Kamala Harris. So when it comes to the border... Carrie, have I established that she is Joe Biden's border czar? You have. Do you agree as the news lady on the show that, in fact, he did make her that? Yes, he did. Okay, so you'd figure that either she'd solve it Mm -hmm. or she can figure out why it's happening. Mm -hmm. And it turns out she makes an announcement. She knows why it's happening. Thank God. Fill us in. Why is the border 
crisis happening, according to Kamala Harris. From the blaze, Kamala Harris placed responsibility on Congress for the ongoing border crisis in a recent NPR interview, adding that she feels she has a priority to defend democracy. NPR's Asma Khalid was unable to get clear answers from the second highest ranking politician in the country, receiving runaround responses regarding the border and social media misinformation. When asking about the state of illegal immigration on the borders of California and Mexico, she asked the vice president, I'm curious if there's anything you feel that you all can do unilaterally. With Khalid describing the situation as incredibly dire, Harris replied, saying it's right to say we need leadership on this issue, particularly from Congress. We're going to do everything that's within our ability as the executive branch. And that means, again, putting more agents on the border as appropriate so we can manage what might be an influx, the vice president added. According to U.S. Customs and Border Protection, encounters the southwest border are averaging around 230,000 encounters per month in 2022. Compared by year 2020, saw around 450,000 encounters total, while 2021 had 1.7 million, and 2022 saw 2.3 million. And despite the large influx of migrants, Sarah says the Biden administration has been working effectively to address the reasons that so many are fleeing to the U.S., saying that the work that we have done that has been about addressing the root causes of migration from, for example, the northern part of Central America is having an impact. NPR's reporter also asked the VP if she planned to stop using Twitter or if there was a scenario in which she could see herself on her or her team stop using the platform. She didn't really answer that question, the reporter noted in a recap of the interview. However, Harris mentioned the importance of defending democracy when asked about the potential for Russian interference on social media. What? Okay. There are some numbers in there, and I'm going to ask you to go back a few paragraphs and just repeat the numbers. It sounded like you said... It's 200-something thousand per month in 2022, whereas the entirety of 2020, it was 450,000 for the year. That's correct. So if we break that down, it's about 3,800 a month, maybe 38,000 a month, I should say, under Trump, and it's 230,000 a month, you're saying, under Biden. Yes. Wow. Wow. What the hell are we talking about here, man? And, and when she's asked about it, she doesn't have an answer. She blames Congress. Now, I could be wrong about this. I don't think I am, but I could be wrong. Biden's been in office. Harris has been in office for fewer than two years. For that entire time, Kerry, who has had control of the House and the Senate? The Democrats. What party? Because maybe I'm missing something. What party are Biden and Harris in? Uh, Democratic Party. All right. So they're, they're both Democrats. The House and Senate were both Democrats. She's literally the, defied, the, the, the deciding vote in the Senate as it sits now 50-50. And she's decided a lot of things on her party's side, yet she's blaming Congress for what's wrong at the border. Am I hearing it right? Uh, you are. And again, the numbers that you gave for 2020 are not, these aren't questionable, they're not, they're not opinion. The numbers for 2020 under the policies through the DHS, at the border, via Donald Trump, it was fewer than, it was It was like 38,000 a month encounters at the border, whereas now it's 230,000 per month. It was 400-something 400, 400 thousand for the entire year, whereas it's now 2 million, over 2 million a year. I mean, I'm hearing it right, right? You are, yes. 
So what Trump was doing was working, we could say, without opinion, completely objectively. What he was doing was working, and objectively, what Obama, what, uh, what Biden, it is really Obama, but what Biden and Harris are doing, objectively, is not working. And she's decided, because again, Trump put those policies in place even when he didn't have Congress anymore, and he was successful from the executive. And now the executive says it's up to Congress. Am I hearing you right, Carrie Lockie? You are Joe Pax. Okay. Just wanted to spell it out. How stupid. Stupid! What she said um, to this reporter was. Yeah, you know, that? we always talk about, you know, they don't do their job as far as follow-up questions. So, you know, she was asking about the influx of migrants. And the vice president said, the work we've done that has been about addressing the root causes of migrations having an impact. Well, my question would be, what impact when you're seeing this many encounters each month at the border? What impact did you have addressing why they're fleeing from what she says mostly Central America? What is Central America? You couldn't be more right, but I would I... actually I would actually ask a question before I ask that one. She said, like Karine Jean-Pierre has said, like Biden has said, we've done the work. The first question I would have is, can you tell us the work? Yes, I would like to know that. That's a good question. What's the work? Yeah. And and then your question is a perfect follow-up again. What's the impact? But these reporters don't do that. Like the reporter gives a synopsis later and says she didn't answer the question about Twitter. Well, why didn't you ask it again? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but are you going to use it or not? Are you going to stay on there, yes or no? Why not say that? What's wrong with that? Nothing. And when I say objectively, what Trump did worked and what Biden is doing doesn't work, For those who don't understand what I mean when I say objectively, it's like me saying, I'm taller than Carrie. That is not an opinion. That's objectively true. But not subjective. Objectively. I'm not connected. I'm just reporting what I see. What I see here is we know that worked. We know this doesn't work. And the reporters just don't want to do it. And Carrie, I think the reason is is twofold. And tell me if you agree as a journalist. Mm -hmm. One, they generally agree with Biden and Harris. Uh, Two, they're afraid to lose access. Oh, absolutely. On both of those, both of those points. Yep. You know what? Because she'll never come on. The vice president will never come come on NPR again. And that'll be it. So you, you get you give them these softball questions. There are no follow ups. Where is the meat to the interview? Want some meat? Where, I don't have where's any the beef. Where is where's, the beef? <laughs> where's the beef? I don't have it. Uh, you're right. And, and again, they put this out there like they did some great work by sitting down with their vice president who just didn't say anything. She said nothing or lied about what it was that she was saying. And the reporter didn't have the wherewithal. Why not get that one really good report? Show that you're worth your weight to the next job that you get. And don't worry if you don't have access again, because I'll say this again. If Trump is asked a hard question, he has said this and he means it. He's fine with that. As long as it is objective and it isn't biased somehow or it isn't fake news somehow. And I've told you this before. I've got a pretty good relationship with Ted Cruz and he comes on all the time. I have asked him questions that he didn't like. And I'm going to continue to do that. If he doesn't want to come back on, it's not my loss. It's his. My ratings will be just as good whether I have Ted Cruz on or not. Now, I like having him on. I think it's a benefit to the listeners. And I think he's a great guest. But if he never comes on again, I will not lose my job. I will not lose, you know, the ability to do what I do. So do the job. Actually show that you're worth the pay that you get. It's that simple. Carrie has disagreed with me on the air. Polo has disagreed with me on the air. They still work with me, and they're going to continue to because it's not about kissing up. 
to the person that you're working with or who you're interviewing. It's about getting information that's interesting. There is no benefit to that interview with Kamala Harris. Nothing came out of that other than she's blaming Congress. And as soon as she does that, why didn't the idiot say what I said? Well, wait a second. The executive makes the policy at the border. You guys can change the policy tomorrow. What does Congress have to do with that? Uh, What is she going to say? But he didn't ask that question. Why Was it him or her who was the reporter? Uh, that I don't know. I don't know either. It doesn't really matter. Oh, uh, Whoever, well, yeah, Ozma Khalid, uh, but I don't know if that's a man or woman. I don't know what that is. So, okay. so uh, man or woman, whoever, whoever you happen to be, your job is to get answers to questions people want to hear. You just got no answers whatsoever, and you let her off every time she, she scapegoated somebody. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Your thoughts when we come back. Stay here. Joe Pags. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory... Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. I appreciate you making it happen. Thank you. Joe Pags Show, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. Kamala Harris, the <laughs> the border czar, is for some reason blaming, Republic, uh, blaming Congress, and they mean Republicans in Congress, for the border being broken, which doesn't make any sense. It's actually stupid to suggest that it has anything to do with Congress when the executive is who sets out policy for the DHS. The DHS, of course, is, is the department in which the CBP is. The, um, the Border Patrol. So at, at some point, somebody who's worth their weight in dirt, who does reporting for a living, has to ask them real questions and hold their feet to the fire a little bit. Not going to happen. I'm telling you right now, it's probably not going to happen. Let me tell you about this, though. This will happen. You're going to achieve gift and greatness and eat incredibly, and your friends and family and coworkers, neighbors will as well, if you do yourself a favor and go to omahasteaks.com. OmahaSteaks.com, take advantage of 50% off site-wide, plus use PAGS, P-A-G-S, as the code at checkout. Get an additional $40 off your order. It's happens that easy. Put my name in, get $40 off. Omaha Steaks is everything you need to give a gift that's simply perfect. Send an assortment of mouth-watering favorites like the delicious butcher's cut filet mignon, air-chilled boneless chicken, ultra-juicy burgers, and even easy-to-prepare comfort meals that are ready in a flash. Don't wait. Order today. Beat the shipping rush. Go to omahasteaks.com. Use promo code PAGS, P-A-G-S, at checkout. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, a gift that will be remembered with very, very unforgettable, with every unforgettable bite. It's delicious. It's amazing. We get it all the time, even when it's not the holidays. Your friends, families, and those you're sending gifts to are going to love this. OmahaSteaks.com. Get 50% off site-wide, plus 40% off your order when you put in promo code PAGS, P-A-G-S. Minimum order may be required. We go to the phone line and say hello and welcome to Paul in Florida. Paul, what do you think? Talk to me. Hey, Joe. How you doing? Living the dream, man. What's happening? uh, Yeah, Joe. Listen, I'm a Republican through and through. I agree with you on everything, but from the uh, Repo- from the uh, Democratic perspective, it's not the border is not broken. It's what they want. They want all these people to come in over the border so that they uh, 
<clears throat> so that they vote Democrat. Also, <clears throat> they want to make it a socialist country. It, it's just, you know, I mean, we could go on and on. It's just your basic fight against good against good against evil. These people are evil. I don't disagree with you, and I actually appreciate your candor on that. They, this is evil to say we don't want the country to be what it was. We want the country to somehow become socialist. We want the government to, to be all-powerful and all-controlling when, in fact, they work at our behest. They work for us. We elect them. They represent us. We elect them. They do our bidding. None of them are doing our bidding. When I hear, you know, when I hear the idiot McConnell say something like Republicans want as their first priority to defend Ukraine, we know that they're disconnected. Not, they're not doing our bidding. So we have to replace them with people that will. I mean, you're right. They don't want they don't want to close border. But a lot of Democrats are complaining about it now because they know that their election future is in trouble. Keep it here. Coming right back with uh, Harmie Dillon. You're listening to Joe Pags.